three, two, one. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Rao, the Battlemaster. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Omid Zarkhan, the Mage. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Gashana, the Immolator. My name's JD. I'm the Dungeon Master for this game. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. So the three of you have decided to leave Ypsilanti's old workshop. You are going to head down the stairs that led you here, which at some point inverts and you end up going the opposite way on the stairs up. That brings you to the workshop of Guomu. It looks pretty much as, you know, you last saw it. Uh, There's the big archway in the middle, the kiln still, uh, still burning real hot. What are the three of you doing? What are you planning on um, heading for? What's the what's the game plan? And what are you guys talking about in character? How are you feeling, Omid? Is your mind clear now? I believe my mind is clear. Though, I wish an answer would come to us. I feel like we are grasping at straws a little bit in this place. I want... I want to find the keystone, as it were. That cipher in your hand will at least get us within a stone's throw of understanding this place. Perhaps if we can find the mage's quarters, there will be some answers there. Any sign of him at all within the past decade would be nice. And yeah, we're just retracing our steps, I think, is what's going on here. So there is a problem with that. The way that the three of you entered Guomu's workshop was through the golem door, as you had done previously when you first went there. But there doesn't seem to be a door from this side of things. There's the door that you had you had taken back to your rooms originally, but you can't go back through uh, the way that you came in this time. We didn't. We came in, and he and Omid like gestures towards the wall where I assumed the door was. Uh, this happened the same the first time. Still utterly surprising. Frustrating. It would seem we need to take a different route. Perhaps we can track back to where we are sleeping quarters are and, I don't know, find a different entrance? That seems as reasonable as anything. Perhaps we can find one of the golems who are willing to talk to us and not kill us. Perhaps it's better to not bank on any of the denizens of this place being friendly at this point. The rest of the structures here seem to have turned against us. If nothing else, none have proven themselves to be utterly useful. Believe me, I know. I'm just trying to be optimistic for once. Perhaps, and I think as she says that, you see Gishana's eyes like sort of start to glow a little bit. We should just start blowing open doors where we need them. (laughs) I dug a hole in the yard outside. Do you remember what happened then? Well, at least we'd get somebody's attention then. While getting the attention of 
maybe someone we don't want to deal with might at least progress our search. I can't say it's the best way to introduce ourselves if we were to meet Ypsilanti. And my patience has not quite yet worn so thin as to use a crude means of finding our answers. I'm here for one very specific reason. And once I find that, I intend to leave. I care little for fixing the ills of an another man's imagination. And I am here for less clear reasons to find answers. And I fear that those answers will be more obscured should we put the house under any sort of duress. But if we do reach a point, and Omid kind of puts his hand on your shoulder, Gosiana, I would be more than happy to see every wall made to a door. Gishana nods and kind of stalks off looking for some sort of other way out of here. Yeah, you're you're definitely going to find the the doorway that you all had traveled with Guomu when he led you back to your rooms. If you're looking for something different, let me know. No, I mean, no. right now we're just trying to make progress in a direction. Yeah, for sure. Omid and Rao, are you just following Gishana then? I believe so, yeah. Cool. So you're going to come to that same doorway. You will open it up. Uh, it will... It just opens up on basically the the same route as of right now um, that you had originally taken. So the first place that you're going to come to then is the the bathhouse. When you guys come in, you do see the dead and essentially, you know, broken apart remains of the toga wearing figure that was killed in that scene that I gave to you last time that your characters didn't know about, but you you as players knew about, right? So you guys remember that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So yeah, and that's that's pretty much all that you're going to see in the mist, right? In this haze. Is this is this uh Batogad figure? Are they in the bath? I don't remember or are they? They're in the bath house, not the bath itself. They're not in the bath itself. Okay, that's what it is. Although the like probably um their blood is like, you know, pooling down the down the mosaic tile like those the the space in between and is draining into the pool. Oh gods. Raul is going to go over to him. I mean, I assume that I guess we're in a bathhouse. They're not going to feel cold, but I we could probably tell they've been dead for a while now. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe the way the blood is congealed, if nothing else. It looks like a golem got to him. How exactly is this, does this Batoga figure look? JD, like, just smashed? Yeah, I mean, they were beaten to death. Yeah. I assume they stepped out of line with either the house itself or perhaps Her Majesty. I suppose you're not wrong. Rasanthe has her own thugs that could do something like this. But we saw violence from the house's caretakers just the same. Either way, be careful. If either of you see anybody near us, let me know immediately. Fortunately, we can't do anything for this poor soul. To the rooms? JD, were there other routes? When we entered that, like, main foyer area at first, weren't there, like... I could be misremembering, but weren't there stairs leading? Like, we went, took stairs up, but weren't there, like, doorways going other places? The main chamber that you came to when you all first entered the Dimension? Yeah. So there were stairs up, but they led to just the other side of the balcony, basically. You were led down the only uh, only hall that, yeah. Perhaps it would behoove us to find some sort of main hub of the mansion. Some place where multiple paths might intersect. Any direction is forward as far as I'm concerned. I agree. I suppose we are looking for answers as well. If not in the way of passages, maybe in the way of people. 
this is my best. There are several doors around here, right? Like Yeah, yeah, there are. Not just not just leading back toward our rooms. Yeah, if the three of you walk around for a little bit, there are four total doorways here. So the one that leads to the workshop that you just came from and the one that will lead you back to the hallway to your rooms. But then there are two other doors. Are we just taking a random one? That's what it sounds like to me. Are they labeled at all? That's a good question. They aren't labeled, but one is very similar to the door that leads to your own rooms. And then the other one is probably has carvings of like vines growing up the doorway. Well, I don't want to go back to the garden. It was a little bit of a, a pain stake. <laughs> Hopefully this door leads us somewhere else than another bedroom. I agree. Round nods and Round's going to lead the way. So which one are you going to? The vined door. You are going to open it up. And in front of you is a winding stone path. And you see numerous plants, decorative flowers, some statues, and this winding path that leads clearly to the the little veranda that you had been in earlier where you saw the paintings. This is back in the gardens. You would realize that this is the route that you did not take earlier. Yeah. I will say that the air feels very nice compared to like the mist, right? It's like that coming out and it just feels cool compared to this hot, thick, humid room. Mm-hmm. And remind me, if I'm remembering the layout of this, if we were to go back toward the veranda and to the, the other path that we took, that would eventually lead us... That was the the route we took that would eventually take us back to the, the theater and everything. Yes, right? correct. All right, here we are. Back through the theater. Try to find the hallway that way. <laughs> we go back toward our rooms. Or there's another denizen of this place who we've not yet interrogated the basilissa has been here far longer from than us from what i've gathered perhaps she could answer some questions do you mean the other door perhaps to her quarters that is what i'm thinking yes it might be worth checking out before we retrace our steps so hurriedly she does have to answer for sticking her guards on us i'll concede though i'm not looking forward to this meeting I can't say it will go over smoothly at all. Like I said, I have a few pointed questions for her. Yeah, I think we'll close the door to the garden <laughs> and go back to the other door that mirrors um, the what would be the path to our own. Right on, yeah. You come up to it and it is locked. <sighs> <laughs> I say we go to our rooms. Maybe Guomu is still there. Hopefully he hasn't quite lost his mind entirely. Yes, maybe the fatigue of this is getting to me and a little rest might help. Who knows? Very well. So you all are now going back to your rooms. Yep. Sure. Yep. <laughs> all right. You come out of like that little antechamber where you had changed previously and you walk back down the hallway and it leads you into the hallway of like the arches that you had previously escaped out of into the garden the room to your door remains wedged firmly in the ceiling but it is closed ah yes i must have forgotten <laughs> and you're out of rope aren't you i am Rao rubbing at his temples as you like probably nudge a little bit forward thinking of climbing i will stop you <laughs> no we're not going to risk our life and limb climbing this. It is stupid. I just hoped 
Yeah, things would have returned to normal naturally. I don't know why. Guomu. Guomu. Kishana's yelling up to see if the he'll open the door, if he's still there. There's no response. The garden, then. Hopefully we can find the hallway once more. Very well. Perhaps some fresh air will do good. So, we will head back into the steam room. Go to the garden. No, I'm out of rope. We can't get up there anymore. Good. <laughs> yeah. So we can either go to the basilisk's room or go back to the workshop. Pretty much where we're at. No, we can't go to the basilisk's room. Well, we could feasibly. Well, break, we could like we break could feasibly down the break down the door, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that's really where we're at. So we go back to the workshop. Is that kind of the consensus here? I think that makes the most sense. JD, not to go too far out. OOC is. Is there anything here that you're hoping we kind of interact with in any way? No, I will say that nothing is... I'm not, like, trying to close you guys off of anything. You guys have been to these places, like, in, in the dimension, wherever you feel like you want to go and to dig further or whatever. It's like, that's cool. Back to the workshop, then? Yeah, I think we're going to go back to the workshop. Yeah. Do you guys want to have that conversation in character to establish that? Yes. I don't see what traipsing through these gardens some more is going to accomplish. There has to be something we're missing in his workshop. There's pages of notes. Perhaps my tinkering with that teardrop. Well, it wasn't the most nuanced experimentation. I'll admit that wall has been nagging at me. And it is the only sign of the man we found in the entire dimension since we've been here. Hoping we could find some answers, but perhaps we are getting to that point where brute force is almost the answer. A little bit, a little bit defeated at hoping that he could like slither around or uh, you know obstacles, find different doors, um, and and yet be and yet being met with more walls. Elmid kind of like slunks his shoulders a little bit and just I think he leads the way even. He'll he'll t- he'll he'll go in front of Rao, kind of just a little bit distressed. The last place we left off that you guys were like standing and talking about this was the garden. Is that right? I think we were in the hall. I think we were the in threshold. the I think we were in the bathhouse. Still, we had found the basilisk's chamber. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, perfect. So I think as as the three of you are turning to like leave, the door to the garden opens. The, who I will call the scarred man, enters by himself. Who's the scarred man? The scarred man is the big boy. Oh, the, the big guy with a bunch of scars. Sorry, I... Yes. Gotcha. You're good. <laughs> he is, like, breathing heavily, and you can't tell if it's just, like, the way that the mist is affecting him or what, but he kind of, like, is walking through it. Um, It's, you know, swirls around him. He is carrying that large flail that he had in the the dining room where you had seen him previously. But in his other hand, he has uh, three hunks of black stone. He walks in the room, and unless the three of you immediately react, which you can, feel free to do so, he will kind of walk and looks at the the body on the floor of the bathhouse and then will eventually like as he walks around uh we'll see the three of you but if you want to do something beforehand you would notice him before he notices you oh christ i don't want to say this you there he'll turn to face you um looking across the corner of the bath right 
where he's at because he's like on one side and you guys are on the next side is how i'm picturing this you're part of rosanthi's retinue yes he nods the house has gone crazy and i was attacked by your guards earlier we we're hoping to question the basilisa about it Rao kind of steps in fr- like in front of omid and gashana so that he's wearing like out of a triangle Sure. Are you doing so like This isn't this isn't this isn't aggressively, but okay. I'm I'm positioning myself so that if he responds, he's gonna attack me is what I'm doing here. Right. He doesn't say anything. He just continues to stare at the three of you with like uh a is a I will say a slowly uh increasing intensity in his eyes. The door to her quarters was locked. Do you have a key? Oh, no. Yeah, at that, uh, I think he's going to, like, toss the stones down. Um, they're going to hit the, the mosaic floor and probably crack the mosaic. Um, you realize that it is the broken apart head of the golem that assaulted the three of you when the theater was lit on fire and who killed that guard. And he grabs the flail in in both of his hands, and he's going to swing it. Not at you, necessarily, but he's, like, starting to get some momentum going with it. Um, As it swings around with each rotation, you feel a, like, thud. And there's, like, a heavy thrumming noise. um, And you can, like, feel it vibrate across your skin. You know, like you're at a loud concert and the bass hits you. Rao, like, backs up, you know puts more space between us and the other we aren't hostile we we don't want to fight we're we're trying to find answers Rao is pulling his spear out from his back yeah Gashana's gonna summon her burning brand yeah go ahead and roll it 10 excellent uh choose your tags for it I am going to Remove the dangerous tag and do throne uh, and near. Cool. So he is going to take a couple of steps forward and is moving like close to the wall and is sort of sliding along it toward Rosanthi's door all while swinging this flail. I'll just, as the, as the modern equivalent, as he kind of gets this flail up to speed, it sounds like an idling V8 engine. That low, like, dun, 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 So just so I'm fe- feeling this out right, he, like, gets aggressive and then kind of backs off really quickly. Like, he kind of, like, he's not, starts whipping. He's not backing off. He's, like, moving toward you and toward Rasanthi's door, but along the wall. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, Rao, what do we do? Not yet. Not yet. For the record, this is a totally reasonable time to hit my flag. <laughs> Get into a dangerous situation so that I can protect you. God. (laughs) (laughs) I think Ashana takes a couple steps forward, and she's going to try to, like, I don't know if subtly take aim is the right, but, like, she's going to try to shoot this... uh, flail either shoot his hand so that he drops it or shoot like the head of it so that 
He's either going to try to break it or like shoot it out of his hand. Whichever one you think is more cinematic. Oh, uh, yeah, or feasible. I'll just say you won't you won't just be able to outright destroy this. Uh so you can try to shoot it out of his hand. You're not going for a hack and slash per se. You are just going to I am trying to volley. But I'm I only like I got to be pretty close to him. I figure to like get a precise shot with this like fire knife thing. I mean you can figure that that's not how volley works um <laughs> if you're trying to if you're trying to like disarm I only have him, near range that's fine if you're going for volley then that's different like I'm cool okay, with you then, I'm cool with you yeah, yeah 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 I'm just I'm trying to disarm him okay cool so it's just gonna be a defy danger with uh intelligence that's what you yep. shoot things with yeah I'm cool yeah. with using it all that way um this is still gonna count as a use I think it's just yeah the the fiction on that on like what this role means changes you know or the mechanics of what this role means changes that is a four <laughs> nailed it <laughs> aces baby aces hey i'm just trying to hit rouse flag so i had to roll like shit to get myself yeah, in trouble me. it was a mandate set forth by the man who wanted to hit my flag yeah, oh you could hit my flag so i was like well i better roll shitty so that i can get myself <laughs> i will in utilize trouble. no of my luck powers i have a full tank of luck powers still. succeeding also could have hit my flag but you know bold choice <laughs> bold choice with on the edge all right your flame is like your fireball that you're shooting out is going to to hit him probably in in the like the side as he's in the middle of swinging this right so you're hoping to hit him in the hands you miss it because he's like moving it more quickly than you're anticipated uh considering the the heft of this flail uh, but it catches him in the side uh and he like definitely like you know just grins and bears it essentially um it's clearly burnt flesh like you can smell it uh, but he just shakes it off or ignores it, um, and he's going to bring his flail smashing down into the ground, which just releases, like, a wave of air that hits you like a brick wall. So, Gashana, go ahead and give me a defy danger plus constitution, I think. Can yeah. I get in front of this? Yeah, I'm cool with that since you would maybe see it coming. Um, and since that's going to hit your flag anyway, right? That's that's what I'm going I'm for. I'm trying here. to think of what that would mean. I a guess defend? this is a yeah, this is a defend and you you're going to have to spend a hold to redirect it to yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Sounds like to what me. I'm going for. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a 10. 3 so holds. I got I got my 3 hold and I'll spend one to redirect the damage to myself. Yeah, fantastic. So you make this roll instead then. So uh, a defy danger plus constitution. Yeah, I can't do it twice. That's a three. <laughs> <laughs> you have two more hold, don't you? So I do. Have its damage. Well, have its damage or effect. Is that, isn't that how that reads? Yeah. I'm going to let you in on a little clue here. That or might be critical to this because right now you're ta you're taking an effect and and a damage. Well, I mean, I, I, I tracked that. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, effect, the effect is what I wish to have. All right, cool. So instead of totally getting knocked on your feet and being like stunned and out of it for a little bit, uh, I think you're just going to get knocked off of your feet. So you're going to be able to get back up and get into the action right away. Um, but uh, yeah, so the effect isn't as bad as it could have been, right? Is that cool? 
That is cool. How much damage am I taking? Best of 2d8. Cool. All right, that's four. Am I adding anything to it? Nope, but it ignores armor. Okay, cool. And with this, the a bunch of the mosaic tiles, like, shatter into a bunch of pieces on the ground. Like, they're still glued in place, right? But just crack apart as, so this, cool. as this wave, like, travels towards you. Yeah, so Gashana, like, fires this bolt out, and I was like, no! And, like... As soon as he swings in response, I'm going to push her out of the way, if this is cool that I narrate this whole thing. Yeah. I'm going to push her out of the way and just get bowled over. Awesome. I think it's classic anime, like, cough up a little bit of blood, right? Like, that's how you know that damage has happened from afar from a non-physical thing. Like, I like that a lot. <laughs> um, Kashana and uh, Omid, you two are still going to feel the air pressure of this uh, like on the edges of it, right? Like you can feel it push against you. It just doesn't hit you with such a strong impact. Omid, you haven't done anything yet. What are you, what are you thinking? This, uh, the bodyguard is going to immediately like pull the flail back and just draws it back and, and begins thumbing it again like as he swings it around. Dum, 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 dum. So Omid covers his eyes as the, the, the wind breezes past him from the mighty blow and his, his clothes riffle in, in, in said wind, very anime style. Uh, and then he slashes his arm across and opens, uh, bearing down on this, this, this soldier, this scarred soldier. I would like to do this cool little thing. So I'll tell you what I'm thinking. You know the scorpion tail that we've established as my 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 primary kind of piercing wep- weaponized shadow attack. <laughs> I'm I'm going to do an attack that's a ver- a variation on that but involves a bull cuz I'm going for forceful. If that's cool, I would like to just roll it and then we can kind of uh talk about how this how this works out if it's super shitty or not. Yeah, do you have to choose your tags before you roll? What I'm going for is forceful and piercing because I'm going for the bull's horns, like goring, goring him in the gut, basically. Okay. Uh, and then sounds wonderful. you're doing this with your shadow. Is that what's going on? I just want to know what That's, this looks like. Yeah, yeah, totally. So how I picture this is you would see like a, a similar extension. And if it's cool for this is how I picture it is that you see the scorpion's tail kind of just rise a little bit up. Uh, out of the ground as it's it's streaking along towards him, and then you just see it uh, like transform into what looks like a horn. As out from the shadow, the bull like lifts its head and then just gores him in the gut. Is what I'm thinking. That sound pretty cool to y'all. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yep. That is cool. Roll it. All right. So that will be an eight. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, so choose a thing. I have I to choose yeah. one on a seven through nine. Uh, I draw unwa- unwelcome attention to myself or put someone in a spot. The GM removes a non-range tag of their choice and I deal minus one damage. Or the casting saps my energy. I take minus one on going to intelligence until I have a few minutes to clear my head. I am going to draw unwanted attention or put someone in a spot. Cool. Go ahead and roll your damage on this. That'll be nine damage. Or no, sir. Yeah. 
piercing says oh no piercing one and force sorry just eight damage okay i was gonna say i was like how did you roll that on a d8 i'm amazed no it says piercing one and i was like oh no no it's just one uh, one uh piercing right okay the scarred man uh like gets hit by this and and uh is like takes a couple of steps back as clearly uh it it does him quite a bit of harm he like um, has trouble kind of keeping his his flails momentum going as he as he like pulls an elbow down to his ribs where like I think he caught the the majority of the horns you know yeah still swinging it through through gritted teeth Raul Grishana, what are either one of you two doing just to note they also now probably have at least a little bit of breathing space because of the forceful push to at least like they're yeah, not to be yeah, under yeah, yeah. duress immediately oh, yeah. cool yep. cool yeah yeah yeah. I think you. I think you have Gashana. You have the 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 first reaction time. Given that I got bowled over, we should have that mean something. Yeah, I think this time, since Omid kind of pushed this guy back, uh, I'm gonna use that like opened up space to try to just get a shot off. Not trying anything fancy this time. Just going for like hurting him. Cool. Yeah. Go ahead and volley for me. That's an eight. Choose one of the options. I think you can reduce your hold by one, is what I would guess. No, because every time you use it, you lose a hold. Because that's how it would work with hack and slash as well. Well, I meant like you use an extra hold. That's not what I'm going to choose anyway. I have to move to get the shot and place it myself. Oh, placing you in danger? Danger. Okay, go ahead and roll your damage. Eight. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Bam, bam, bam. We're the magic guys, and we're here to fucking kill your boss. <laughs> All right, yeah. What does it look like when you fucking torch this dude? Wait, wait like he's dead? Yeah. You or guys just, just dealt fucking 16 damage to him. Yeah, if he's not dead, then he better be, like, inhabited by a demon. <laughs> I think this, this, like, fire bolt just catches him sort of, like, right in the center mass. And burns a hole just straight through, and the camera like switches around, so you you're looking at Gashana through the middle of his chest as the chain just like stops, like slowly comes to a stop, spinning. It's like whoop. Oh shit! You put yourself in danger. Whoomp. I want to do something with that. No, oh, yeah. So fuck it. I think he's gonna hit you, even though he's like dead on his feet. You know what I mean? Because I think that'd be badass. Headless yeah. chicken syndrome. Uh, so yeah, basically, like he, you like burn this like fucking hole in him, and I think he just lashes out violently and smashes this. It's either like either he does it on purpose, or it's just the momentum of the flail as he gets like burnt up, like smashes against the wall, and it sends another one of these like waves out towards you. Cool. So give me a. You can give me a defy danger plus con. Nine. Cool. So. You are just going to take the best of the 2d8. Okay. Well, that'll work. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Yeah, I rolled an 8 and a 1. So (laughs) Why'd you roll the second one? In case I did better than the 8, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to roll the dice two times. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, so the, the, like, still crispy smoking, like, whole just sizzling a little bit as he hits the ground his like big body hitting hard Uh, i don't like the basilisa but i don't want to kill all of her men gashana i hardly started that he went for his weapon first 
Omid has gotten to your side and is making sure you're all right. I don't believe there was an open lane for negotiations. I know, but maybe he would leave. I don't, I don't know. I don't believe coming closer to us is leaving. <sighs> nor responding to a question with a weapon. Are you okay? Rao, like, you know, uh, sleeves the, the blood from around his mouth. I'm fine. Gashana, you took a hit too. Are you all right? I will live. I I could use some rest, but at this juncture, it seems better to just push on. Let's see if he has the key to Rosanthi's room. Yeah, when Rao has stabilized, Omid and Hamill kind of walk over. Yeah, Rao will kind of limp over there. Yeah. I imagine it takes both of us to kind of move this guy. He's armored, right? No. Oh, no, he was not. Yeah, he's not okay, much explicitly anything. not. He's like half naked. Yeah, wasn't yeah. He? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. He's yeah. just scarred cool. as fuck. Uh, then, yeah, we'll just turn him over and give him the old pat down. Uh, yeah, you check like his essentially a loincloth, uh, and he does not have a key. I got to be the guy who's interested in, can I lift this ho- hopefully magic weapon up? <laughs> you can lift it, man. It's heavy as shit for sure. Is it remotely usable for me? Uh, yeah, I'm cool with using it. I didn't fucking make a badass magic item to not give it to you. That was what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> well, yeah, Sa- samezies. <laughs> it's gonna be like, why do you keep asking me if you can use it? You can use it. <laughs> yeah, that's how magic items work. I force, <laughs> I force it to work. Well, it's, he's 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 got a Buster Flail, man. It would have been totally reasonable to be like, I don't know. No, it's definitely it's definitely fucking big. I mean, this this sucker's three weight. All right, yeah. I'll, oh no! I'll just, I'll just run. Yeah. <laughs> that thing we keep careful track of in the Chimera. Wait, I don't until I feel like it might matter. But what that means, right, is that it, like it's definitely heavy as shit, and it's it's gonna be like yeah. awkward for you. Yeah. Well, like if Gashana or Omid tried to use it, I don't think that's happening. I but. yeah, tried to use it is being. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Generous. Yeah. So let me just read this out. This isn't like a magic item that you need to identify. It just is what it is. Like you can use it so clearly without needing to know how to use it that I'll just give it to you. <clears throat> the sonic flail. A flail with a head like a hollow hold cylinder. As it is swung, it reverberates in the air, making a chugging noise. Uh, it strikes with sonic damage, stunning its foes. So it's two-handed. It ignores armor. It's forceful. It's loud. It's dangerous. It's intimidating. It's stunning. It has close and reach, and it is three weight. Oh, and it doesn't. It doesn't say slow on there, but it's slow too. Oh, that's kind of a funny tag. I may never use that, but it's dope. So it would be a shame for it to just sit there. Well, maybe this will be useful to me. I suppose. Perhaps you could use it to. Knock on the basilisk's door. Oh, mate, are we to that point yet? I thought that we were going to go back to Ypsilanti's workshop. Does that still suit you? Of course. I'd rather not have to fight a small army of guards. Not quite yet, anyway. Not in my current state. Are you, like, what, are you at 2 HP? Oh, I'm at 8. Oh, okay, yeah, still, still rough. Yeah, 8 out of 20 is not feeling great. Okay, yeah, from that conversation, I think we're going to go uh, back to the uh, to the workshop. I don't think we're bold enough yet to charge into Rosanthi's room. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think as the... So the three of you leave, right? And just because this ties in with the um, drawing attention to yourself, Kashana, I'm treating it a little bit as a front. The three of you leave. The door closes. Rosanthi's door opens. The veiled figure will walk out and look down at the body of the scarred figure. 
and she turns back in and some of the guards come out and drag his body back into Rysanthi's room. I bet the reason he's so scarred is that he keeps getting brought back to life. If I had to guess. I like Sabu as an undead zombie. <laughs> so the three of you were passing back through Guomu's lap. Did you need to do anything here? Just checking in? Whatever. No, I think I think I think we're mainlining it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, S- go sweet. right to the jugular. Very good. You go down the stairs, which becomes up the stairs into Ypsilanti's old workshop. Welcome back. Nothing has changed. Since these uh, other two chuckle fucks have already taken a crack at this wall and sort of been repulsed, uh, Gashana is going to. I think she walks up and sort of steals herself in front of the wall. Like she saw these other two guys obviously be in a lot of pain trying to get to it, but like Gashana's not unfamiliar with pain. Oh, that's actually a really solid reasoning for going straight for the wall. I, I really I, like I, that. I, I want that conversation actually because I think Omid, you're the one who ex- like really tried to push yourself through it, and I would like you guys to talk about it. I yeah. think that sounds that's an interesting conversation. Yeah, she's like walking up to the wall. Omid is eyeing it and seeing you, Gashana. What are you doing? I think there's some secret to this wall that the two of you didn't manage to crack. I thought I told you when I got so far. It it just filled me with this with this dread. This pain, I, it felt like I was doing something wrong. And it was not so much put upon me, but it felt as if my own body was telling me, like an animal, like a child, near a cliff, do not go any further. Omid, when I set my feet upon this path to unite my people, to revive our bloodlines, I told myself that I would never allow another elf to be born in shackles or to live a life of menial drudgery in some hellacious part of this world, that I would sacrifice anything to get that. I believe that there are answers beyond this wall, and I intend to find them. And she's just going to start walking towards the wall. Gashana is just going to start walking for this wall. Since you are the first to approach, you are the first to feel the presence of something, something watching you. Just keep walking into it. As you continue to get closer, it appears as a shadow just just in the corner of your eye. Is it one of those, like, you can't quite focus on it kind of things? Like, it just drifts out? Yeah. If like, you... I can't get a good look at it if yep. I try. Exactly. Okay. If, if you look over at it, it doesn't seem to be like there. It just like stays, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gashana's just going to keep pressing on. You move forward and it grows larger, enveloping the, the sides of your vision all the way around you and then coming in like tunnel vision. And if you keep moving, it will black out your vision completely. Yeah, she'll like scramble forward on her hands and knees if she has to. Yeah, you begin feeling this pressure, this weight on you. And it becomes difficult to breathe. I mean, can I keep going forward? I'm obviously not touching the wall at this point, right? From like what I could gather from. You begin to have the thoughts in your head that you need to turn away. That going any further will 
lead to not just your death, but your painful death. And on top of that, if you die, there's no one to help your people. There's nothing left to try to save them. They'll be in chains forever until they dwindle and completely blink out of existence. You are their only hope and you extinguish it if you keep going. Gashana, in in response to all those feelings that you're kind of feeling, do you like this is this is kind of what Omid had told you, right? That you would feel these emotions inside of you that this was a wrong, that this was a pervasion. Like what's going through your head as you you know, the, I imagine yeah, yeah, the yeah, contemplation yeah. is actually happening now, right? You're on, you're kind of in it. So, like, what's what's running through her mind to to either solve or to increase her resolve and or her worries? I think she, because of what Omid had told her, I think she's dwelling on like the extremes to which her brother went to to try to free their people and was killed for. And that, like, if he was willing to go to those lengths for her, then she can risk her life for the rest of her people. And that, like, if she dies here, then her people just continue on like they are now. But if she succeeds, then, like, she has a chance at reuniting her people and at least making, carving out something, like, maybe not to the former height of the elves, but, like a better life than what most of the elves are living right now. That's really cool. If I'm if I'm reading that correctly also there's this kind of your resolve is the bedrock of your resolve is that you're you're not this whatever this is it couldn't doom your people as much as they are already doomed. Right. Like it can't get much worse for the elves. Like yeah. maybe genocide or like just extinction. I like but that. But yeah. it could get better and she could be the one that makes it better. I like that that's where the the hope is in the bedrock of that. That's really really cool. Okay, so this sounds like you're going to keep pushing forward then. Yeah. All right. Um I'm going to need a defy danger plus plus wisdom, but just as a heads up, if you if this goes poorly, this is going to go very poorly. All right. Cool. All right, the roll doesn't matter. There is no no actual consequences. Just had to okay. test your resolve. That's that's very good. <laughs> yep, that's that's wonderful. That's I actually really like that a lot, JD. That's that's uh, really fun. Yeah, that's so very. Good. <laughs> even even if you fail, dark mark XP or anything, there isn't any actual <laughs> consequence. It was totally snake eyes. It it wasn't quite snake eyes. It was plus. Yeah, it was it was a two twos. It was a pair of twos. <laughs> Twas so, very yeah. not good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, don't mark that XP. Uh, I just had to make sure that you were willing to go through with potentially killing your character in order to advance. Yeah. Excellent. So you keep pushing forward to this and you like emerge somewhere else. The two of you see Gashana disappear into the wall or probably just disappear. Like you probably just see Gashana disintegrate. <laughs> well, she's dead. <laughs> Let's I, go back. <laughs> I don't think that's what we think. No, we think her resolve is stronger yeah, than ours. I, I love it because my bond with Omid is I will teach Omid the true meaning of sacrifice. Huh. Yeah. No, I, I, this actually, this whole thing, because Rao, Rao is a paranoid, like, scaredy cat, essentially. Omid is perhaps a little bit better than that. But what about your characters? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
but I, I, I do I do like this where where Gashana is like, no, I I can do this. It's really cool. God's alive. She did it. Omid, she did it. Now we must know exactly what she did. Do you think it's a door? Do you think she's dead? I don't even know if time will tell that if waiting here for her to return would tell us anything. Do you want to follow her? Gashana, her resolve has shown me that she would do anything for her people. And I, like someone who cherishes their own life too much, (laughs) am worried that she might have gone too far. And I am afraid to follow her. For so long I have been running away, trying to hide from something so inevitable as death. And to see someone plunge so far into it, it really makes me think what I'm planning on doing with this life of mine. I think we do follow Gashana. Rao's just going to take your hand. It'll be okay. Or it won't be. We'll find out together. Yeah. Oh my god, let's do that. Yeah, so we're, we're going to try to walk into it together. So obviously you guys already know the trick, but between... Gashana and the fact that you two are approaching together and trying to encourage each other to do this. Go ahead and take a plus one to this roll, but you're both going to roll a defied injury plus wisdom. There are actual consequences to this. I got a 12. That's okay. I got an eight. That's all right. So we are followed by, um, as the two of you pass beyond uh omid this is not really that big of a deal rao you're left a little shaken by the i guess the mustering and like the that like lingering thought in the back of your mind right that's like wow what if you what if what if kashana did just disintegrate and like we're just going to our deaths for nothing like at you know just a a meaningless nothing death right your people never being avenged like that's still exists there in the back of your head so go ahead and take confused i do want to take it like one step farther there's no one to take on my burden oh yeah there's no one to take that death burden from you either yeah i love that so and then you just feel a hand squeeze harder (laughs) yo yeah i think so for sure right like you still get through it Um, yeah yeah, i I, I mean mean, i think this is yeah it's yeah internal yeah yeah no that's why i like that kind of conflict there yeah it's super good so the two of you also pop through and join Gashana. i'll just describe this all at once Gashana, if you really want to do something before they show up you can do so but i'm not super worried about it no yeah i think she just hoped that they'd catch on and follow right and is going to give them a minute to do that the three of you are on a walkway essentially a catwalk that circles around a cylinder you're like in the middle of the cylinder, right? And it is probably a good probably a good 100 feet high above you and another 100 feet or so below you. It's not a perfectly smooth cylinder. There are all sorts of angles and strange protrusions out of the the walls um, and the ceilings that that you can see. It is all made of a smooth otherwise featureless stone that is highly polished to the point where you can see yourselves reflected in it this includes the the kind of catwalk that you are walking on when you say cylinder would our characters think tower yeah or maybe um that would be fine like there aren't floors to it or whatever like it'd be like if you could see all the way to the top of a tower and you're in the middle of it so you can see to a bottom as well 
but yeah okay. i mean it's 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 that kind of large cylinder room it's about 200 feet all the way up to up to down um but then it's another good like 75 feet across all the way across it um so it's pretty wide as well there is uh like on the opposite side of the cylinder room of you there seems to be a projection from the catwalk into the center of this cylinder otherwise this place is fairly featureless are there any doors that we can see from where we are at no how about stairs up and down nope cool okay are we all together now is there yes totally totally cool with the three of you just cool starting from that point Rao like falls onto his knees as soon as he uh, as soon as we appear. I think feels solid ground again, but he doesn't let go of Omid's hand. Uh, uh, where are we now? I have no idea. <laughs> We're not in that accursed mansion anymore. I'll tell you that. Your voices kind of echo strangely as you speak. Rao's like keeps shaking his head and and is holding one of his eyes closed, like he can't get his equilibrium back. So forward then. I believe so. What is that projection? And I'm I'm also asking, what is that projection? What exactly do you mean? What are you trying to understand about it? I don't know what you mean by projection. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, it's like light on a by projection out from the from the catwalk that you were walking around. So where you are at circles all the way around, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a projection of a walkway out from that catwalk toward the center. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Rao asked we were going forward. What would you suggest is forward here? For the record, I'm confused, so I I don't <laughs> quite understand what's happening here. So, like, Rao just kind of looks around and... Uh. I think since Gashana's kind of had the most time to get her bearings in this place, uh, she's going to start walking towards that center projection and try to see if there's, like, something that she's missing. Like, get a different angle on this cylinder what exactly are you doing like i'm looking around like looking down specifically like or up up and down i'm trying to get like a like a middle out perspective of this tower or like at the very least what's out there what's on what's yeah yeah yeah. omid would work the opposite way if you're going if you're going like to the left He's gonna go to the right, and we we make our way around these railings. I think we we're 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 checking to see what if if nothing's kind of coming up as I, and and you've described it that way that it's kind of amorphous. I think we would make our way to after we met on the opposite end. We would come the opposite end of the room. We would come back on those catwalks together on one side, and then eye down the center projection. So are the two of you both going out on that? extended walkway to the center yes that's certainly what it sounds like okay cool so gashana i think since you led this give me the discern realities omid you can aid cool man your dice they are not helping that much where are you at i'm at a yeah i guess i'm at a six yeah see that's great it's perfect can i go for the aid jd yeah it might yeah it might behoove us uh to understand how I'm aiding in this discern realities. Am I just helping Gashana get out into the centerfold? Is it like balancing? You two can have this conversation. It just seems like you both are exploring this space and looking for whatever's next, right? You're both doing the same equivalent action. So I just wanted to combine that into one like set of questions. Yeah. 
Or like comparing notes, kind of. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And you guys can handle this in character however you want to. Rao, I think, is sitting on the catwalk. Like, he's still kind of disoriented. Are you going to roll that eight? Yeah, let's roll that eight and we'll bust it out from there. Oh, my God. It's a uh, five. Whoa. Plus one. It's a, it's a six. It's a double fail. I'm so sorry. It's not great, beans, that we're on a, a catwalk without a rail. <laughs> hmm. I'm not going to give you guys a question going forward. Um, basically, you're going to be up to your own devices as players to figure out what you want to do from here. So, bummer. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a couple of quick scenes. The first one that we see is Guomu, our good friend Guomu. God damn it, you bastard. <laughs> he is... In a room of uh, of marble, it's about six by six by six, um, so pretty small. There are no doors, there are no windows, and he's sitting down in one corner of it, his head like buried in his knees. That's it. The other scene that I'm going to take. We are at the lighthouse. We see two figures. The first is wearing uh, black wraps entirely around its big, muscled, chiseled body. A plank of wood with writing is worn on its back. The other has a like high-waisted leather skirt but is otherwise wearing nothing on his broad chest. The two of them are dragging far the old exiled uh, noble that you had stolen from previously up into the flickering purple fire of the lighthouse. He is screaming as they throw his body onto that fire and it burns into a crisp in a matter of seconds his screams cut off and they begin descending back down these somewhat charred stairs that you had all visited previously those are my two scenes I really liked that yeah I like it too it's far okay (laughs) (laughs) it's like waiting for him to fucking give up the ghost about (laughs) Where we were probably heading. I, yeah. I, yeah. I assume that happened. Before. Yeah, exactly. Before they they just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he probably they were probably like halfway pulled out a sword and he's like the Ypsilanti guy, go get out of here. We're back in the cylindrical room. Have we? Are we out into the center of this projection now? Yes, probably. Yes, yes, yes. Is there anything just visually obvious from here, like a way up or down or? Anything that's out in this projection? Nope. So there is a doorway that is opposite of you. So this is where you came in, right? Yep. So there's like an explicit door there. But other than that, there's no, there's no like stairs up. There's no ramp. There seems to be no answer as to which way we should go. Perhaps that doorway? That's where we came through. No, we came through a wall. We didn't open a door. Or is that what you meant, JD? Is it like a doorway in quotation marks? No, there's a doorway there. That's an explicit door. Yeah. But that's what we came through, right? 
Yeah. Okay. It's in the same. It's in the same spot that you came through. It's the same place we came from. Correct. Yeah. It's the same place you came from. Thank you. From from one yeah. direction it's protected. From the other direction it's not. Oh, okay. JD, there's no way to discern realities about this. The the depths below us. You know what I'm going for. I assume. Jump. I'm I'm gonna do it. I just. Oh, don't jump. I just Probably. could I discern any kind of a positive outcome from that. What are you like? What are you doing to try and? I mean, that's explain what, what about, you yeah. are physically doing to try and figure out whether you should jump or not. You know, after we spend a little bit of time searching this room out, as we have, Omid would pull the short sword from his side and kind of just hold it out, hilt down, blade pointed down, and then just kind of uh, as he looks over to Gashana. To like, to like give her like a yeah. Let's see if it makes a noise. <laughs> if nothing else, let's see what happens. He's just gonna release it and let it like plunge, pokey end down into the ground. Go ahead and cross that sword off of your character sheet because it falls down and clatters to the stone, hmm. far far below you. That is one way not to make a light bulb at least. It does seem to you as it as it hits the stone, like it sounds like it hits above you. As well, so it echoes weirdly in this place. Well, it would seem that at least there's solid ground below us, though we have no way of getting down. Can you think of one? Well, rouse out of rope. That damn librarian took my pack. Could you magic us a way down? I don't know if that's exactly within the realm of possibility for me. Didi, is there there any kind of runic markings in this place at all, especially around like the exit door. No, I explicitly like this is all of the stone is very smooth and very polished. Like there is no, there are no seams. There's no writing. It's like, it's almost as if this entire chamber was chiseled out of one giant piece of rock and then polished down to be completely smooth. Rao. I mean, Rao grunts and gets to his feet. It would seem that we are at an impasse. How is my voice echoing as I kind of yell? I don't think any of us have kind of hit this high of a pitch. The echo of your voice here is just like, it's like there's too much echo for for like how big this space is. Do you have any ideas? Is there anything in that book of yours? Rouse slowly making his way around the catwalk toward you. Yeah. I do have a handful of books. I'm specifically talking about your correspondences between Oh yeah, Ypsilanti and what's his name? Ypsilanti and... Uh, it's very close to Omid. I remember is. that being a problem. It's like Ovid or something. It's not... I think it oh, is Ovid. Oh, yeah, because I, uh, yeah. I think originally it was supposed to be kind of closer to Ovid, but Ovid or something. Let's, do, let's just do like Ovid. Ovid. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that we had, we had talked about them uh, collaborating on something, right? Yes, in the letter. Yeah. If, if we're coming to a dead end, Gashana and Omid will make their way back out of the projection and he may he will sit and read a little bit closer about their machinations see if see if there's some kind of reference to i suppose a room would be what he would be looking for some some kind of uh, space it may it makes sense it probably follows that this is this would be kind of a fundamental construction if you're going to study this note that's cool Maybe go to the other. Ra- yeah, Rao and Gashana, what are you two doing? Rao's getting his sea legs as he's wandering around the catwalk. There's no railing on this, right? This is just a just a, a flat. Yeah, there's no railing. Okay. And he's sidled up against the wall, 
almost comically like he's not I don't think he's very good with heights in general this reminds me of like a silo but I don't think Rao would know what a silo is so I don't know what to do with that we've looked down plenty what is it just sky above us no there's a ceiling there's a ceiling yeah, but it, I mean it looks pretty much as featureless as looking as down floor. does yeah where's light coming from uh ethereal mage lights I thought they were pronounced maglite. Mm, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> Let's get out of character for a minute. I have no idea how to interact with this. Yeah. Not, yeah, I not totally admit, sure either. Yeah. Struggling a little bit. There aren't any features on the projection or anything like that. There's nothing attached to it. It's just a diving board, essentially. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Is there... You said these walls were, like, polished. Is there any... Anything weird about like our reflections as we're wandering past the walls? Nope. Not at all. I guess you could probably see from one end of the catwalk on the projection. Is there anything under the catwalk? What are what is like Rao doing to to look at this? I just want to know what it looks like on screen. I think the scene's a little ridiculous for a minute. Gashana and Rao are kind of just pawing against the wall for a little while, looking up and looking down, like what the hell is this? Omid's looking through a stack of papers. And Rao's just gonna, like, he looks at the catwalk and he kind of turns his head for a minute. And I'm gonna crouch down and sidle over to the edge of the catwalk and kind of just look under it and try to get a better look of how, I don't know, I guess, I'm curious also how it's even suspended. So, sure. Rao is. Sure, sure. So, you're gonna look under and, like, under the the outer perimeter of the catwalk there's nothing but right behind the projection there is a door on the underside of that projection like against the wall Gashana. yes yes come here and look at this rao's like on his back like looking across <laughs> the yeah i enjoy the camera kind of doing like a little 180 as you like yeah. lift your head back up, like it's focused on there and then it does a back to your face and then like follows you as you lift your head back up from looking at looking underneath, which is kind of a, a, a cool little cinematic moment. I think Kashana lays down next to Rao and sees this door. JD, just let me make sure I've got this right. So the door is like the catwalk projects into the center. And if you're like looking down the catwalk, underneath of it at the like base of the catwalk essentially is this other door at the base of the projection but yeah or yeah that that's what i mean yep. but it's like right underneath like if you flip the whole thing upside down and we're walking on the bottom of the projection you'd walk to this door yes exactly and it it looks pretty much identical yeah. to the door that you you know if you look back that you just came through do you think we can walk to it again where i was like <laughs> confused his head yeah. his head's hanging over the side of the catwalk talking to Gashana. Well, if you want to plummet a hundred feet to a messy end, be my guest, Rao, but no, I think I think we can think of a better plan than that. I think you can think of a better plan than that. Rao looks at Gashana and we moved with the sun, didn't we? We did. Rao's already gotten up and has begun walking around the catwalk. Gashana follows because she's not 100% sure. He's not just going to, like, try to walk off the end of the catwalk. Yeah, do it. <laughs> For the record, that's 100% my plan here. No, so, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm figured. reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how this place works. You understand? This is 
the world just changes however he feels like and it's he almost killed us he almost killed us just with a with a door Rao's pointing toward the the, the doorway that we came through yeah. that door's not designed to kill Rao it's designed to discourage and prove that if you do get in here you don't have to be scared of anything it'll be fine Rao is walking past you to a Naomid, like, <laughs> increasingly feverishly. I don't think that Gashana's, like, tall enough to keep up, so she has to do, like, an almost, like, jog thing to keep up with Rao. Every part of this place has just shown us that if you, if you think the world is going to work how you think it's going to work, then the world doesn't work that way, and so perhaps it'll work wrong. I'm getting pretty much to the catwalk, Omid, if, you don't, if you're not going to do anything with this. Nope. God damn it, JD. Okay, I'm going to walk off the catwalk. Do you mean the projection or the... I'm sorry. I'm uh, Yes, I'm sorry. The projection. <laughs> okay, cool. As you take your like first step around, uh, you just kind of like... Yep. And you're back on the other side of the projection on the inverted side of the cylinder. Ralph falls to his knees and vomits. Gashan, <laughs> 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 I'll take a tentative step as she like sees his whole body i i assume like he takes the step and probably kind of falls right like falls forward and then pivots to the bottom and she looks for a minute down and then takes like a very tentative step i love that you don't trust this so i'm gonna make you uh defy danger plus constitution i think that's a 13 oh yeah you're fine you're good <laughs> it's very smooth. Uh, you pop out the other side, basically. Omid, walk off the catwalk. I like Omid suddenly looking up and realizing that there's no one there. I think <laughs> the f- the thing was Omid probably heard Rao violently vomit and then start laughing and was like, <laughs> "What?" And like he probably saw the last like little wisp of Gushana as she slipped onto the other side. So he 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 stuffs his book into his bag, makes his way out on the catwalk. And kind of just like, and then just takes that big, big step forward off the end of it. Yeah, for sure. Give me a divided digit plus con. <laughs> there it is. That's a that's a four. Yeah, I think this disorients you and fucks you up quite a bit. So if Rao like threw up a little bit, you like just start hurling. Mark's sick. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, I vomit just everywhere. As my stomach just lurches, uh, whatever weird wine comes back up and it oh, burns yeah. the inside of my nostrils and you have a feels really bad. Like Yo, it's it's flashback. from the the wine we no, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's 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 pretty bad. <laughs> Under advisement, maybe don't ride roller coasters when you're drunk on ancient cyclopean wine. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, he vomits violently and is shaking on the ground. Rao's gonna get to his feet and help him eat up. It, just, it was fine. <laughs> it was. I was right. <sighs> Take some of the, the the leftover bile from his lips with his sleeve. Yes, <laughs> yes, you are. Mm. Forward now. Let's go.
That is that what you mean by projection? No, like I don't a mean separate a part of the fork. <laughs> no, he means I... like the part that Luke and Vader go out on in the death. Yes, that is what I mean. Yeah. If only on Nathan, Cloud yeah. City. If only Nathan yeah. knew what the fuck that meant. <laughs> and it's a, I'm your father. No. I, yes, I literally notably, don't. <laughs> notably, no handrails. So, on this so the. <laughs> oh no! Shit! The, I know exactly what's happening. The catwalk goes around the outside of the tower or the cylinder. Yes, Remember and then outside, uh, like it's on the inside of the of the cylinder. You guys are inside this. this right. Space. No, I, I. That's what I mean. Like the outer rim right. of the yes. the walls. Exactly. Yep, yep. And then there's like a, a projection off of that that goes like out towards the middle. Correct. Like w- that you can walk on. Yep. Can somebody... Uh, okay, so there's a... We say okay. That, can we say this in a way that doesn't right. use the word projection? A, we yes, keep yes, ending up with circular. There, there is a walkway. Take a fucking there's break. There's a walkway there. Take a fucking break. Show this fucking nerd Empire Strikes <laughs> Back. Jesus Christ. This is unacceptable. <laughs> is that is that blank paper? I, again, there's a catwalk all around, right? We're on that catwalk. It, it goes all the way around yes. the inside chamber. There is a projection. Stop saying there, projection. There, there is, there right, is, that is a problem. Okay, I got another one. There's, there's a small bridge that goes out to the center of... And it what, stops in the middle? Is that what we're it, saying? Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'd, and usually like, at the center, what would happen is like a young that. young son of a, a, of a, a scary cloaked figure <laughs> would lose a certain limb. And be told horrific facts that he, in fact, is this horrific space tyrant's son. <laughs> and that his his worlds would collide. But I thought he killed and his And he dad. realizes that he <laughs> kissed his sister. So. so now things are totally hammed up. The girl he's had the hots for. Yeah, it's just is, everything's bad. Everything's not, just not turning up 17-year-old Luke Skywalker. Things suck. Maybe I'll go be the voice of a maniacal joking monster when i grow up because i was in a terrible crash and i have a, a hideous face so we're like in the thing that darth maul got kicked into when he got cut in half oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh you demon you devil man you de- you take your jar jar binks and get out of here you fucking asshole you fucking barbarian <laughs> <laughs> Long live the Gungan army, right? Am I right, you fucking dick? <laughs> then they go to that whole underwater place. It's dope. Yeah. Great CGI work on Yoda. It's the best Star Wars movie. <laughs> I really like Sebulba. Sebulba's not bad. Whatever. Pod racing is the coolest thing that happens in any of the Star Wars movies. So uh, The pod racing it is, is uh, just very tacked on, though. It is. It is. Oh, it is. yeah, of course yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. so that's the stinger. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> huh, weird the episode ended, but it says there's another 20 minutes. 